Cat and Moose podcast. I'm Cat and I'm Moose. This is a true life podcast where we explore the quirks of being human. Well, hey, Cat. Ah! <laughs> wow. Okay. Are you, um, Moose, are you listening to Celine Dion? That was not me. Sarah, was that you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sarah, are you listening to Celine Dion? I don't know. We'll find out <laughs> soon when I have to share my thing. In fairness, she did not answer that she was ready. So I was not. Uh, maybe we can try again, guys. <laughs> yes. I wasn't hey, Kat. Ready either. Hey, Muse. <laughs> hey, Sarah. Hi. How y'all doing today? Good. I am I am on a roller coaster today. I um have been doing a lot of outdoor like planting type stuff. I loved all of the plants that I planted in my backyard this year. And I don't want to let any of them go now that fall is coming and winter is coming. And so I am transitioning them to an indoor. It's there's not a, the word I want to say is mortuarium. And that's not the no. right word. Um, it's an indoor display sanctuary. of plants all in one place. Sarah, do you? A sanctuary, uh, maybe a greenhouse, a garden, uh, indoor garden. <laughs> a sanctuary. <laughs> yeah, sanctuary. A, a sanctuary. Anyway, so I have just been covered in dirt and plant stuff and then I came inside to record the podcast and my sugar was low so then I had to sit in my chair and then I fell asleep and then I had a nightmare and it was like oh my god Whoa. <laughs> what was your nightmare tell us more about that well I, I just thought going on I thought someone was intruding into my home and um and it was just my dog like laying down on the floor and it just kind of made a loud noise but I oh. thought somebody was coming in my door with machine guns or something and I, I was very afraid <laughs> mm. oh good there's there's no underlying trauma happening here at all none mm. at all yeah I've not had any anxiety this week either it's been amazing so um we need a check-in it's been a few weeks since you've had therapy and um <laughs> how's that going <laughs> well, I, I feel like whenever you say that, I need to clarify that I'm still I'm still seeing my bodywork therapist. Um, so I've, I haven't gone completely cold turkey. Right. Um, anyway, I, I think that maybe I need to go back. <laughs> oh, OK. Well, you know, we really they say to take things out of your diet that you could be allergic to to see if you're allergic. Mm. I'm really hitting on the metaphors this week. You know what I mean? <laughs> you are knocking it out of the park. So you you removed something from your diet and it might need to be there. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. it might. Maybe it does need to be there. I don't know. I don't know if that's the issue. I'm still trying to figure out what the issue is. But this week um, I had, um, we've talked a little bit about how I have, begun perimenopause or premenopause or whatever it's called um and um and so I have these hot flashes and they feel really freaking terrible and it like it feels like I'm gonna die all over my body and then I get really sweaty especially around the crown of of my hairline and um that's called a panic attack that's not a hot flash mm -hmm. yeah no it 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 was um I I guess I don't know I I kept feeling this hot flash way and it 
it like wouldn't go away. And so I was like, okay, I think maybe something is like really wrong with me. So I checked my blood pressure and my blood pressure was dangerously high. Like it was like 167 over like 94. And, um, and I was like, surely this is not right. I'll check it again. And then it was high again. And then it went up to like 170 over something crazy. And thankfully, um, for many, many, many reasons, I am thankful. I have a younger sister who is awesome and also works in a hospital system. So she called the head of their critical care unit and said, Hey, this is what's going on with my sister. And the lady says, um, does she have a Xanax? (laughs) And my sister says, yeah. And she goes, have her take a Xanax and sit down and chill out, drink some water. And in about 30 minutes, check her blood pressure again. And if it hasn't gone down, she probably does, you know, need to go to the ER. And so, um, I did exactly what the lady said and my sister came over just because we had plans that night anyway. And, um, by the time my sister got there, my blood pressure was 126 over 80 (laughs) and just completely fine. And so the only thing I can think is that I had some sort of anxiety thing, panic attack, hot flash, maybe all together, all those things happened. I don't know. And I don't, I didn't even feel stressed out. Like, I don't know where it came from. What's your experience with that moose? Well, I've had a couple instances like that. One was actually in the dentist office and they're like, Oh, we just precautionary. We take your little blood pressure. And then it was like 8 million over 3 million. (laughs) And I was like, Hmm, this isn't good. And they're like, yeah, get that checked. And, So anyway, I think in simple, no matter what it was, a panic attack or a, you know, hot flash caused you to panic, who knows? But I think our body is telling our body, our (laughs) body is telling us something. We have one, we have one body body of Christ. We are Mm -hmm. like the Trinity, Mm -hmm. the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. The three of us, we are Mm -hmm. one body. (laughs) <laughs> who we've covered this who is okay never mind so i think that uh this is a red flag that is being waved in the air or a white flag saying can we quit some things oh by the way we had some people write in who said cat you need to take some time off do it you won't regret it mm. so there our listeners t- know better than we do. <laughs> well, I my question back to our listeners is I have clients putting out music pretty much for the rest of this year. Well, this sounds so critical. And then everybody's going on tour and oh. then everybody's putting out more music. And when am I supposed to just not be around for a little while in the midst of that? I haven't figured that rhythm out yet. When was the last time you took a week off? In 2007. No, for real. (laughs) Um, It was during COVID. It was sometime during COVID. Okay. So that's at least two years ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, nothing would die or fall apart. We are not critical care physicians. Right. Thank God. Um, Seriously, when can you take a week off? I think I'm going to take a week off when um, there is kind of a general time frame of 
early to mid-October where fall break happens um, in Nashville for school. And I have a handful of clients that are doing things with their families during fall break that takes them kind of off the grid. And so I have already started planning out like one of those days. And Sarah, I'm going to recruit you for this because I promise you it will be so fun. Um, One of those days is going to be dump day. And I'm taking my pickup truck to the dump and we're throwing shit in the dumpsters and it's going to feel so good. And then one of those nights I'm going to have a bonfire and I'm going to have people over and we're going to sit around the fire and just shoot the shit. And like, so yeah, so that week, kind of that first full week in October, I'm going to, I'm going to really try to take some downtime. It's great. I might join you. I would love that. Me too. Um, (laughs) Why not guys? Why not? Uh, We did have a listener ride and speaking of dump day and quotations, uh, that wrote in and um, said how much they thought it was hilarious that you and Sarah thought picking up part uh, cars would be an enjoyable time. <laughs> it I be. still think it is. And we're going this fall when it's not so dang hot. Pick and pull. Okay. So maybe in October, Sarah, like we can take my truck to the dump, we can empty it and we can go to the pick and pull. And so then yeah. we've got my truck to bring all kinds of shit back. Yeah. I love it. Oh, it sounds like a really exciting Tuesday. You guys <laughs> I can't wait for that Tuesday in October. Me too. <laughs> Did you guys know? Okay. So remember we talked about Jason Samoa. Yes. Um, we talked about how he was going to shave his head and that we weren't completely sure how that helped um, reduce packaging. <laughs> and I said, maybe he makes his own soap. We didn't know. But um, my friend Megan said that everyone needs to check out this company called PackageFreeShop.com. Um, and I went on there and I just want to share this with everyone. Um there is literally no packaging whatsoever. And I'm not exactly how they do this. You're not exactly how? Say that again. You said, I'm not exactly how they do this. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said, you I'm did. not exactly sure how they uh, do no, this. I will prove this. That. I will prove this. I'm not exactly how they do. I didn't say that. Yes, you did, ma'am. No, I didn't. <laughs> and I'm not exactly how they do this. But um, this says this website is using significant energy. (laughs) It's package free, but it's using significant energy. Interesting, (laughs) isn't it? Um, Mm -hmm. So anyway, it's a cool website. So I wanted to throw that out there. Wait, how is it package free? If it's got to come in something. I don't know. Well, I think they have reduced packaging around like the soaps, like the soaps just come. Gotcha. I mean, they have to come in a box, though, don't they? Sure. Right. You don't just get like a bar of soap in your mailbox. (laughs) Okay. It says, we provide the most sustainable versions of the products you use daily, sourcing from people and brands committed to creating a positive environmental impact. Everything we sell can be reused, refilled, composted, or recycled. Megan, is this real? She says she's bought from it. I don't. Okay. Check it out. Uh, there's there's a box. There's definitely. Oh my gosh! Look at this. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys! This no. is perfect. No. The perfect no. segue. May I share my screen? Wait, no, because we have to describe what's happening. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right. I got excited. 
Who wants to? <laughs> this is a reusable pad with wings that snap under your panties. <laughs> wow, panties. You can also get a menstrual cup. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. No packaging. <laughs> you just you just show up at home one day and in, in, in like your postmaster's like laying on the ground being given CPR and it's like what's wrong with the mailman? Well, they had to deliver a package free menstrual cup and they had a panic attack. Oh my god. <laughs> or it just comes with like a giant shipping label on it. Just the pad. It's just it's just the I mean that menstrual pad has a snap. It's actually pretty smart. Cause think about it. Our our grandparents had to have a belt that they wore around the pad. Like my grandma Clyde, when I started my period, sorry guys, she said, We need to get you a belt. And I was like, What is a belt? And so anyway, they would wear like a cloth thing for a pad and then put the belt around it. But this one is actually really creative looking. I'll make sure to post something. Um, yeah, so. Um, That's great. It looks like maybe out of cotton, hopefully. Or terry cloth. Terry cloth. <laughs> Good one, Kat. Good Thank one. You. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I don't know, but I great. Excellent. Great. And now you have it. We have not only brought you Jason Samoa. But we've also brought you package-free options here, guys, for your menstruation and ladies. I have something. Yeah. The, this popped up on my TikTok, and it was the perfect segue because, well, you can't really use those uh, pads with this. I don't recommend it. But I do recommend uh, these pants. Show us. Ooh, this is nice. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> when you finally have amazing hiking pants that fit and they have a second pee fly and five pockets, you can pee out of these pants. Oh, that's great. Wait, it's called She Fly Apparel. It's called She Fly Apparel. We're just an, we're an advertising podcast. It is. <laughs> I, guys, the, this is so smart. I still don't really understand how it works, but basically there's play like. Play the video. Play the video. Okay, I got a video to play. Here it is. I want to know. It zips. Your crotch unzips. Designed to confuse the patriarchy. <laughs> and also to provide privacy, prevent bug bites, cactus pricks, and chilly winds. There's a hidden <laughs> flap to conceal your powers. A lower zipper, completely size adjustable. That's right. Whoa, she's peeing standing up. Oh my gosh, it goes all the way. You could poop out of those. You totally can. She Fly, answer nature's call. So that's at sheflyapparel.com. You can order and customize your own pants and they have all kinds of sizes and apparently they're extremely comfortable and like they go up to, I think it's called a mid midline. So it's just below your belly button. So it's just like, Anyway, I researched this just before we got on. I, I'm uh, Sarah. Thank you for this. I am buying a pair of those before the end of my day today. <laughs> and Me I too. will be happy to do as many 
product videos as you Please. could possibly want me to do. And Sarah, maybe you and I can do it together. I think the three of us should and send them in because they love promo right now. Their whole TikTok and their whole feed is full of other people using their pants. Okay. So let's do it. Wait a minute. Kat, are you buying them to hike in? Because I think I know the answer. No. <laughs> this is for the boat. This is just for in general. This is just like if I'm walking my dogs and I got to pee. Like, oh, you can wait. You're you going to rest down. This zip goes all the way up to the back of the belt. Like legitimately. I mean, that's incredible that they just changed any hiker's life. If you are truly yeah. like a long distance hiker, you could poop out of those. And I would like to say, like, I'm, I'm slightly offended that you just make a really grand assumption that I'm not going to go hiking because I did go to Yalapa, Mexico, and That's I true. did some serious yes, climbing and hiking and going to wild places I have never been before. You're right. You're right. This has nothing to do with you doing active things. This has everything to do with... I knew you would just want these pants for everyday peeing. Yeah, I of your 100% crotch. do. Okay, I have a very serious question, though, about this product. Okay, okay. okay. I, I knew you would. I do knew they would. also sell underwear? Yeah, because, like, what do you do? Do you go underwearless? Because you can't. You're going to sweat. Okay, there was, there was one. I didn't open it and listen, but there was one of the... TikToks, I said, it looked like there was something about like, but can you wear underwear with it? And from what I understand, it's either a zip lining with mesh, which does not sound right, or it's a zip lining that just opens and maybe you can just move your underwear over. Yeah. I mean, that's what you do when you're wearing a one piece. Yeah. Like when you do the little like swimsuit pullover. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Guys. I don't know. I think we need to investigate and maybe we need to buy our own pair. And report back. Do guys know that we do the pullover? I don't know if guys know that we do that. I don't know. Guys, do you know that we do the pullover? Guys, let us know. Do you know we do a pullover? It's only in a one piece. I mean, when I wear my bikini, I don't have to. You know what I mean? I just pull them down. But that hasn't happened in ever. Okay. <laughs> What do you have today, Kat? I just, I'm really glad that we covered all of those things. Aren't you guys? Yeah. I think they're going to be great products to share <laughs> and point people to. I'd, I definitely, I definitely think so as well. Um, one of the things that I have to share this week, and I don't share a ton about this because I'm really sensitive. I'm weird with like confidential stuff. So like, I'm, I'm just super sensitive about that. And, um, I, I don't ever want my clients to feel like I am using them, um, to boost my notoriety or popularity or whatever. Like I'm just really sensitive to that. Like my job as an artist manager is very largely to be behind the scenes. And it's important to me that like I stay there and do kind of puppeteering things behind the scenes, like the wizard of Oz type thing. Um, one of my former employees um, reminded me the other day that she 
believes that I am a modern day Gandalf. And I'm like, okay, I love that. (laughs) Um, Anyway, my whole point being, um, I had several experiences with my music clients in the past couple of weeks um, that were just really great. And so that's one of the things I wanted to talk about is I went to a listening party um, recently. Um, One of our clients, her name is Jess Ray, and she is putting out a new record on September 30th called Born Again. And um, she is a really extremely uh, creative, artful, thoughtful, fantastically talented musically, visually, all the things. And she had a listening party um, and invited people close to the making of the record and a few other friends. And, um, and basically talked about how like with the internet, like, nothing kind of sticks from an attention span standpoint. It's like, you're looking at TikTok, and it's like, there's, you know, the new pants that Sarah just shared. And then there's like, you know, the new, you know, thrive makeup. And then there's the new whatever. And it's like, there's nothing that just really holds our attention a lot these days. And so she thought it would be wonderful to put our phones down and to just listen to this record from start to finish. And she made these really cool lyric guides so that we could literally hold a piece of paper and follow along with the song lyrics as we were listening. And, um, and her musical style is really, really unique. And, um, it was just such a wonderful experience to sit there and just quiet my mind and just listen to this record that she has so brilliantly made from top to bottom. And I had the pleasure of experiencing that not only, only with my awesome sister that I mentioned a little while ago, but our listener and friend Chris was there and it was really, really lovely to have that experience with them and, um, just enjoy that musical moment. It felt like something I I wish that we all would spend a little bit more time doing. I just absolutely loved it. Did you have to lock your phone up in a, in a case or anything? Cause that uh -uh. always stresses me out. Not at all. No. No, she That's was just awesome. saying like, hey, would you guys be willing to sit here and, and listen to my record like from top to bottom? And so we were all really respectful and did. And a couple of us had our phones up like, you know, taking videos and stuff like that, which I took a few, but I don't know how to post them real good. So I haven't done that yet. But um, that was something that was just um, really neat. And I enjoyed I enjoyed the experience of it. wanted to talk about it. I love that. I'm trying to throw my phone out the window a few times a day. Cause I just feel like it sucks me in and you're right. We don't sit there. Even when we go to a show, we're constantly like looking at our phone when something is chill, you know, we're like, Oh, what do I do with this downtime? Mm-hmm. I, th- I think what we need to do is listen to our bodies and listen to ourselves and, and just be present. I love that you did that. Yeah, it was it was really neat. And um, then when I did pick up my phone shortly after that, I was reminded that we ask our listeners to text in and to call in and to email in. And I realized that I might owe one of our listeners a slight apology. Um, I was talking in our last episode about this new product that I was made aware of called Zoom, Z-U-M. Um, and, um, the, this, uh, detergent is like all natural stuff and, and they, they have a bunch of different smells. And one of the smells was patchouli. And I was saying that like this stuff, like, you know, smelled like a, a hippie type person that would be seen at Bonnaroo or whatever. And I think the way that I said it might've sounded kind of derogatory. P. 
P.S. I love the smell of patchouli. Like, (laughs) I absolutely Mm -hmm. love it. Um, And this particular detergent did not make my clothes smell like patchouli. It smelled like something that I've never smelled before. And so that's where like my negative connotation was, was like, Hey, I was promised that this stuff smelled like patchouli and it doesn't. And I'm really mad. And so Tori, we love you so much. And I'm so glad to know that you are a patchouli wearing fanatic and I can't (laughs) wait to hug you super big. So then I too can smell like patchouli after our hug. <laughs> I love patchouli too. My two favorite smells are patchouli and amber. Um, okay, so do you remember me talking about how I'm trying to be in my body and that I had this word embodiment that keeps coming back up and I have no clue what it means and all of mm-hmm. that? Yeah. So <clears throat> I still don't have a clue, but I <laughs> I do I did have a realization. So I have been um, doing just like strength weight training in my, in my garage. Um, and basically it's whenever I'm in there, I just try and grab something and lift something is kind of my goal. And I was in there doing like this weight training and I was like, uh, my garage was open. I was like, it'd be super awkward if somebody walked by and I'm out here doing this, you know? And I was like thinking about, what other people would think if they drove past, looked in my garage and saw me weightlifting. And so it was, it was like an instant came through and the word embodiment like came up for me again. And, and it just made me, I just wanted to give an update. (laughs) Uh, The update is that, uh, Sarah, give me some like news music here. Okay. The update is apparently I'm trying not to read on Google what embodiment means. I'm trying to have my own definition. And one of the definitions for me is obviously being in my body. But in that moment, I thought I'm not even in my body right now. I am out here worrying about what people are going to think about me. Mm. And there's so much of that that is happening, you know, for each of us day in and day out where it's like, I think that's where anxiety comes from is when... Because when we're in our body and embodied, we're anchored, we're grounded, you know, like we have our root system planted. But when we're, you know, walking into a room and we're not inside of our body, we're going, oh my God, what is everyone going to think? And that is giving away our power. Yeah. And so I think the update is (laughs) um, that I really believe embodiment is holding your own power inside of you Mm. or that's one of my new definitions come on that's Mm. good moose yeah not giving it away and not worrying about anyone else because if i took that same energy this is what i realized so here i am lifting weights in my garage and i'm looking out and there's people walking their dogs and my energy is out here and so here i am just lifting and it's getting heavy and but if i'm intentional and setting an intention and staying within my body, I'm focused on, I feel strong again. Mm -hmm. And I feel I'm, I'm meant to be here. And there's a weight weightiness to it where I think the anxiety for me comes 
when I've spread my energy all around worrying what everyone is going to think about me for a million different reasons, Mm -hmm. I feel empty Mm -hmm. and I I feel like I can't keep going. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, all of these like feelings of sadness or depression or loneliness or unconnectedness, however you want to look at it. I really think that is because I have left my own body. Yeah, it it really reminds me, Moose, of I I think that you so beautifully like um, added to and developed the the whole metaphor of be your own snowman at one point, because you said, I want to be my own snowman in my own snow globe. So like, Uh, like the me can't, not that it can't get out of the snow globe, but it's like it, it, it encompasses all of who you are. It encompasses all of your power and it's not penetrable by anything from the outside, you know? And it's like that, that experience of you lifting weights and, and keeping your power within, like to me that it just reminds me of that metaphor. And it, and you saying all this makes me wonder, like, Sarah, what would you have thought if you would have driven by and seen Moose in her garage lifting her weights? What, what would have come across your mind? Get it, girl. Get it, girl. Mm. That's almost exactly what I was thinking as well. Is that mm-hmm. like if I would have driven by and seen you or anyone for that matter doing something like that, I would be like, you go. Like that's mm-hmm. so yeah. awesome that you were dedicating the effort and the time and energy to doing something for yourself. So, right. Right. Well, thanks. I mean, it's funny because like if I see especially any kind of big girl out just trying to get it in, whether she's running, walking, she's making an effort. Yeah. That is exactly how I feel is yeah. like, girl, you cannot be stopped. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this chick that's on social media. Her name is uh, the Mervinator, but she is a beautiful woman who is full size like me and she's killing it. And she's a speaker. Her name is uh, Myrna valerio um but if you want to follow her on instagram she's the mervinator and she's just constantly posting um just inspiring stuff where it's like basically like don't let anything about your body stop you Mm -hmm. you know from from Mm -hmm. being out and enjoying the world and so anyway uh she's kind of my inspiration right now as i um try to be embodied as i'm working out well, inspiration is something that um, happens every now and again with the podcast because we get people telling us like, hey, I listened to what you said and it inspired me to either write to you or to tell you a story or to do a thing. And one of our friends who runs um, a holistic healing center here in Nashville called Hazel House sent me an email last week and said, hey, you guys talked about befriending your body and you know some of the, the stuff around that. And I thought thought it was really cool because she shared with me this resource that her and her team are putting together an eight session series type thing called befriending your body. And it's something that you can sign up and go to, um, right here in Nashville. So if that's something that is 
interesting to you and you live here in Nashville, check it out at hazelhouse.net and look at the events and you'll, you'll find the befriending your body thing. And, um, I, I just think this is becoming more and more, hmm. um, popular moose because I think, I think after COVID and after like all of our modern technology and all that kind of stuff, like we're realizing we've been doing all of what you were talking about, letting our power out, letting hmm. other power in and, and not, staying in here in this beautiful thing that's been with us since the day we were formed. So, um, yeah, wanted to yeah. share that resource. Do you think they would ever consider, um, putting together one for cat moose listeners that was online? They said they would, they totally said they would be willing to, to entertain anything like that. So, yeah. Wow. I think that would be really interesting. If you are interested in doing something like that, that would be online with us. I would, yeah, I would do it. I would do it with our listeners. Um, so if we get a lot of feedback that people want to do it, maybe we can set one up. Even if it's like 10 people, I would be, how, how many are in the class that's local? Do you I know? don't know. I don't know. I didn't ask. I didn't ask a lot of detail about it. I just was like, hey, this is a resource. We need to talk about it and tell people about it. Um, and that's about as as far as I went. Yeah, that's awesome. So I'm taking two classes virtually this fall. And Moose, you are in grad school. How many classes are you taking this fall? Two classes. Two. Okay. And what are they? Organizational transformation and an ethics class. I can't remember the name of. Awesome. Are you enjoying the content? Yes, very much so. It's all very case study based. So it feels mm. very practical. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I just wrote a paper today right before we got on. So I'm enjoying it. Awesome. Well, one of the classes that I'm taking is about um, um, somatic um, stuff and your nervous system and stuff like that. It's by this lady named Linda Ty, who is just so cool. And that class starts this Sunday and it's a virtual thing. And so I'm really excited about that. And um, I mentioned um, our clientele earlier and one of our other clients um, has been talking to me like normally when this client is on the way to their, you know, co-writes or appointments or whatever it is. They'll call me and, you know, we'll kind of catch up on work stuff or whatever. Well, this one particular call this week was about 40 minutes long. And all we talked about was things like UFOs and like the question <laughs> that I asked you last week about, you know, are we, are, are aliens really humans from another time dimension space, blah, blah, blah. And I learned about this podcast out there called blurry creatures. Have you heard of this? No. Blurry creatures, blurry creatures. It's really, really cool. It's these two dudes, Luke Rogers and Nate Henry. And Luke Rogers is like a former like sports podcaster who had millions of listeners. And um, now he and his buddy who is in a band called um, the rock band called Sherwood. Um, they've put together this podcast called blurry creatures. And um, they basically talk about things like, um, fringe creatures. They say that it takes us down the trail of Bigfoot, ancient giants, the ne Nephilim, alternative history and sightings of beings that haven't been proven to exist. Like where do they come from? And they're basically out to find better answers to these perplexing questions. And so it seemed really in line <laughs> with some of the stuff that we talk about, which then made me go listen to one of their episodes and they have an episode 
um, called um, episode 126. So they've had almost as many episodes as the Cat and Moose podcast, P.S., which I think is really cool. And we have very similar um, quantities of listenership, which I also think is really cool. Um, episode 126 for them is called UFOs in the Vatican Archives with Dr. Diana Pasolka. Wow. Guys, there are records of supernatural extraterrestrial things that the Vatican has in their archives from like hundreds and hundreds and even thousands of years ago. And like, what is, I believe it. I totally believe it. Right. I wish somebody would tell us what the hell is going on, but they never will. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I I think there's like this war, the war of the world's fear that everybody's just going to like, if we, if they say there are aliens and they're watching us, they're in your trees, they're in the ocean, they're, they are your cats, they are maybe even your dogs, you know, then they think we're going to all just flail about, but I'd rather know. Wouldn't you guys rather know? I mean, we're flailing no. about anyway. I know. Like, <laughs> like it would make it a hell of a lot more interesting. Yes. It's That's like, true. why do you have anxiety today? I saw another alien and this one was this one was from Venus. And now that yeah. I know what it is, I can tell you that it was in my tree and it did try to, you know, in, right. in ingest my dog with you know, bananas or something. I mean, it's like, at least like, at least I would have something real to be stressed about. Okay. The last thing I want to do with you guys today is in the Martha Beck training, we did this little exercise, uh, that you can do with clients. Uh, and it's called wigs wigs. Okay. And it stands for wildly improbable goals, wildly improbable goals. Okay. Okay. All right. And so the whole point of a wildly improbable goal is it can't just be like, I wish I had a Porsche. You know what I mean? Like that's probable. You can buy a Porsche if you save your money. Mm-hmm. I want to know something that would be like your heart's content. And so it can start something like, um, you know, if I had the freedom, I would fill in the blank. If I weren't worried about anything, I would, um, if I had the nerve, I would fill mm. in the blank. And I just was curious. The first thing that comes to mind, if you had a wildly improbable goal, it can be personal. It could be professional. What would it be? Mine's pretty vulnerable. I don't know if I'm okay to share it. Okay. Ooh. Is there another one you might want to share? Cause we used to have to write like five to 10 of them. Oh, wow. I know. And honestly, if you guys want, I'll share mine. Cause I actually have them built it out. I'll share some and then maybe something will come to you guys. That okay. is interesting. Um, so the first one I wrote down and this has been something I wanted to do. I was shocked. It came back up when I did it is that I want to make a documentary. Mm. Mm, that's cool um and there's a it's all about people groups that i want to make documentaries about underprivileged and underestimated and the underdog etc um there's a couple that i'm not going to share either (laughs) (laughs) Uh, another one is i want to write a book and uh and then so after you make these wildly improbable goals you you make small tiny steps to get there Mm. um and so i've got these underneath but um uh, 
Another one of mine is I want to own a little shop that's like a bookstore, coffee and wine is kind of what it sells and maybe some craft beers. Um, Mm. And I'm kind of on the way to that in some ways. Um, And then one of my other one is I want cat and moose to become a top five Apple podcast. Mm -hmm. Like that's one of my wild dreams. Me too. Yeah. I, one, one of mine um, is, is the, it's hard for me to articulate it because I'm still kind of coming up with it in my head, but it's like, I I immediately thought I want to take the cat and moose podcast on the road. Like that's what came into my head. And then the more I thought about it, I was like, even if it is a matinee and it's, it's structured the way we talked about it being structured. Like I really like enjoy kind of more intimate hangs with people. Like I don't necessarily want to have to go park and pay for parking and buy popcorn and buy merch and da 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 and all that kind of stuff. So I was thinking like, I, I almost wish that we could do a version of the cat and moose podcast that were house shows. And I that, agree. And I that, totally and it, agree it, that the conversation involved everybody in the room. A hundred percent. I love that. Yeah. It's not just us like performing per se. It's like, we really, you know, our listeners tell us all the time, I'm screaming at my windshield trying to answer your question, or I'm talking back to you as if we're just friends. And I'm like, we are friends. Like, even if we don't know each other, we are friends. Like, could you believe that email that we got from Laura Householder this week? No, please share it. She says, hello, Moose. Hello, Cat. I just wrote in my gratitude journal for the night. I'm a teacher, so my exhaustion takes me to bed early. And I wrote about my gratitude for your podcast. As I flipped to tomorrow's page, I saw that last year on tomorrow's date, I was thankful for you then, too. That's so crazy. You make me laugh, think, cry, wonder and feel connected to you. I am grateful for your willingness to talk about your journey through life and keep me in the loop as only friends can. Thank you, Laura. Man, I love it. It's incredible. Man, guys, we are a friendship podcast. Yes. (laughs) We are a friendship podcast. We totally are. I mean, if anything, we are. I know. We joke about that, but ultimately we are. And I also think as if we need more words, but I think we're an inclusive <laughs> podcast. Sure. For sure. We're an anxiety podcast. No, but I mean inclusive because honestly, like <laughs> truly everybody is welcome. Like, yeah. uh, like True. I don't care. We may not agree politically or blah, 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 blah. But the things we talk about are universal things. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, I want all kinds of people willing to listen to our obnoxiousness yeah me too and and i i have a family member who chooses not to listen to the podcast because we think so differently um politically and and maybe around some like kind of um social issues and stuff like that and it makes me so sad because it's like even though i express my opinion about those things it doesn't mean that i'm not wanting to be inclusive of people who celebrate Mm -hmm some of those things you know it's like I'm always saying I would love to hear the perspective of someone who feels really differently than me about issue x y or z so that I can at least hear the perspective I might still not agree but it's like everybody is welcome here it's like I want everybody to feel like okay I can be comfortable in this room even if my thoughts and opinions are not necessarily you know exactly in line with Kat or Moose or, or producer Sarah's and I think that 
what that reminds me of is earlier I was asking you guys about taking classes and stuff like that is my second class that I'm taking this fall is by this professor that the blurry dudes um, talked about. And um, her name is Dr. Diana Pasolka. And um, she's an author of a book called The American Cosmic UFOs, Religion and Technology. And um, she is teaching. It's so cool. (laughs) She's teaching this class. And basically, it's like a survey of selected communities of quote unquote downloaders or people who have cultivated their extreme creativity to produce art, technologies, or engage in spiritual practice. So like what kind of practices and behaviors do those kind of people utilize? How do these practices enable their creative processes? And these are the questions and others that are going to kind of guide the course that I'm taking. And this, um, this professor has spent all this time, like over a decade, basically studying cultures and societies and art and spiritual practices and saying, and, and, and like, she's got kind of a hypothesis that basically says like art can create something that like is, is spiritual, that is it like art can manifest something and there's something that Mm. manifests art and none of us know exactly what that is. Is it God? Is it energy? Is it vibrations? Is it, Mm -hmm. you know, woo woo stuff or whatever it is. And so I'm so excited to learn about this and maybe the cat and moose podcast can, we can create our own religion. Oh, I, Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't want to do that. That really turned quickly. Yeah, didn't that it? escalated. I We already have the Church of the Cat and Moose podcast. <laughs> we do. No, it's the Church of Saturday Saints. Don't you remember? That's right. We are the Church of Saturday Saints. Uh, I don't want to create a new religion, but I'm super excited that you're going to be able to bring all that good content back to the podcast because uh, <laughs> I will get to learn without having to pay the money, which is fantastic. I, I am so excited about it and just cannot wait to learn from it and, and share, mm-hmm. um, share some of the ideas that, that begin to percolate after. Okay. Speaking of one more thing, I'm really sorry. Um, okay. Did you guys see this meteor that was seen by like thousands of people in Scotland this past week? No, no, I don't think it's a meteor. I'm totally serious. Huge meteor seen in Scotland crashed with a bang. What was it? So they're saying, could it have been a meteor or could it have been space junk? But a lot of people are questioning if this is a meteor because it was so big. Hmm. So what is the difference between a meteor and space junk? Well, space junk is like the shit that comes off of a satellite. Oh, because we just think. Oh, well, here. How can you tell the difference between a meteor and space junk? Meteors and space junk can both burn similar colors and intensities. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, I have a question, though. Looking at that picture that that just showed, like, all this space junk, like, floating around in space. Like, like, do we think that space is just our, our um, infinite dumping ground? It's a fair question because everybody dumps shit in space. I mean, that's not okay. I don't. You don't dump in space? I do not. Thank you. So did it did it did it cause any problems when it landed or did it land like in somewhere like remote? I think it landed in the ocean where the aliens live. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So, if anyone knows more fact finding 
facts about that, please write in because I don't believe it was a meteor or I think it was an alien. <laughs> Special thanks to our producer, Sarah Reed. To find out more, go to catandmoosepodcast.com. Thank you.